Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 573. And today, we are going to be talking about some breaking news here in TAS headquarters here in a hotel room while we're getting ready to hang out with some of our high-level Inner Circle members. But uh, we just wrapped up an episode about fourth quarter, and I said, Chris, you know, we need to mention this trillion-dollar breaking news thing that's been um, headlines in the news about Amazon. And uh, I decided to uh, fire up the recorder here again, and I just wanted to kind of get your thoughts on it, Chris. But I also wanted people to understand what this means, at least to me and to you. And moving forward in e-commerce, should we even build an e-commerce store? Uh, should we even, uh, you know, focus on, you know, building a website? Or why don't we just launch our whole business on Amazon and just let them do all the heavy lifting? Like, why wouldn't we? I mean, they're just a monster. They're a beast. So, they sell Christmas trees now, too. I was just going to tell you that. <laughs> I can't believe it. I seen that in the bank. I was at Wells Fargo, and I'm sitting there, and the news thing was going across, and it says Amazon announces they're going to ship real live Christmas trees. Right. Do, do we have a chance to compete against the behemoth that is Amazon? Well, first, for me, I think it means that Jeff Bezos is actually a cyborg. Um, <laughs> however, I, I think it's important to know, you know, Amazon is the first trillion-dollar company, and it's, or they are a trillion-dollar company, and that sounds... What does that mean? Uh, right. So, what does it that, mean that they're worth a trillion dollars? Okay. No, <laughs> but no, but I'm, I'm saying a lot like, of so, zeros. But but I, but that's what I'm saying. Like so, I mean, Apple, I think too was also were they at a trillion too? They're close. They're I don't close. Know okay. They're... I thought that there was because and talked... Alibaba is close too. Okay. Okay. All right. So again, what does that mean? Right. Is that they're huge. It means they're humongous. Right. So the question is this. Let me ask you. So all right, Chris. Um you know, thinking to myself that I want to either start an Amazon business or I just want to start a business in general, like, what do you suggest I do? Well, that's one of the things that you and I have talked about, and we've talked about it in the past, is if you're going to be selling a physical product, mm-hmm. right, something that is a tangible thing that people will hold and have in their mm-hmm. homes, Amazon is the place to start. Mm-hmm. And they are the 900 thousand pound gorilla in the room of the e-commerce business they already have all of the attention Mm -hmm. they have all of those things and more people start their search Mm -hmm. for a physical product on amazon than they do on google believe Mm -hmm. it or not Mm -hmm. um and so it's absolutely the place to start but that doesn't mean that we can't compete against them them being the nine hundred thousand pound gorilla in the room doesn't mean that we can't compete against them but in my opinion, there's not really a reason to compete against Amazon. No. There's a reason to partner with Amazon and mm-hmm. be side-by-side side with them, mm-hmm. but also have our own thing. Mm-hmm. Because because they are the 900,000-pound gorilla in the room, yeah. it basically means they can do whatever they want. Right. And I don't want to be dependent on anybody mm-hmm. like that long-term. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And here's the deal. Like, you know... Why would you not want to partner with Amazon, right? Like, of course you would. And do you hear what we said there, though? We said partner, right? We didn't say build our entire business or our home on Amazon, right? That's not what we said. We said want to partner with them. You can partner with Etsy, too. You can partner with eBay. You can partner with Walmart. Partner with all of these different channels, and we can also have our own, which we should, because we have a lot of control. Um, the interesting thing, I... I I had a conversation with um, Andrew Udarian from E-Commerce Fuel. Uh, We had a podcast episode recently, 
And I asked him specifically because he has people in his community uh, over there on e-commerce fuel that they're doing six figures, seven figures, some are even eight figure e-commerce brands. And I asked him, I said, if, if people are starting their businesses and they come into your community, how are they getting traffic? Because I know a lot of those people were in probably in the past couple of years, I heard were kind of like anti like Amazon, not all of them, but I just heard like a lot of people don't want to rely on that. And they're kind of old school e-commerce people. And you kind of want to resist it a little bit because you don't want to, but you probably should at least partner with them because it's traffic. Like, why wouldn't you? Right. But I asked him, I said, so how are people getting traffic? Like what's compared to, you know, what are the top traffic sources that e-commerce businesses are getting? And he told me Google search, like they're still ranking their websites for a search. Now, does that mean that they won't find you and then go over to Amazon and look for you? Sure. That, That could happen. You know, and then you'll be there. You should be. But they were found because they did a search on Google, which I thought was interesting because everybody hears, uh-oh, Google changed everything too now, just like Amazon can, right? They slapped everyone. We lost a whole bunch of rankings, this, that, and the other thing. That's why you should really build a, a legit website with legit links and all of that stuff that you do for SEO. Um, but so I just found it interesting that here's all these successful brands that are inside of his community and a lot of them are saying, like, I, if I was to start again, I would still build my e-commerce, you know, business, and I would go after organic search, and I would build that because it's a long-term strategy as well. And then, yes, I would put my products on, on Amazon. So I, I think people right now need to understand that, yes, Amazon is a beast, and you want to partner with them. But, and you want to launch. Like, if you're starting from scratch, I would say, yeah. Launch your products there. That's what we teach. That's what we talk about. That's what we would do. If I was starting a new business today, I would say, here's our strategy. We're going to figure out the market. We're going to figure out the products that they want to buy by looking at Amazon products that are selling, looking at Google you know, Google shopping, all of that stuff. And then I'm going to make my decision on that. And then I'm going to launch on Amazon. It's so super easy. And the reason that I'm going to do that is so that I have capital to bankroll the other stuff. Because the other stuff takes time, energy, and effort to Sure. Do, right? And quite frankly, a lot of capital. Even ranking organically for yep. free traffic. And I'm throwing as many air quotes around that I as I possibly can. I can see can, but I can see <laughs> is, is something that either takes a lot of time uh-huh. or a lot of money to uh-huh. pay someone else to use their time yep. to help you with that. Right? right. So... There's zero reasons that I can think of, unless you just can't make it work with the fee structure, mm-hmm. even warehousing it yourself or doing, you know, if Your there's just zero terrible, if you can't, though, zero, zero ways to make it work with Amazon, yeah. then maybe you don't launch with Amazon. But for everybody else, for ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the world, that is the place to start because it is the lowest barrier to entry. What I don't want people to be dependent on as Amazon continues to grow into a multi-trillion dollar company yeah. is the the heroin that is also Amazon. Ooh, yeah, that's right? a good one. Yeah. The Amazon crack. It's, it is, if you drug. will. Because we've heard that so many times. From no, seriously, from, <laughs> from, like, from people that, and, and, yeah. from, well, and from our inner circle. Like, yeah, it's like it's just seems like it's just it's drugs. You know what I mean? Because like, it's so easy and everything drugs. else should be that easy. Well, yeah. it's not that easy. Yeah. And neither is everything else. But yeah. if we can set that up, we can make that off our foundation. Mm-hmm. We can then be partners with the 900,000 pound gorilla. Absolutely. 
and we can go find a 50 pound elephant and uh you know whatever mm-hmm. else we need to find whatever other weight and animal we want to insert there <laughs> and a we, large animal yeah we can we can start to diversify a little bit yep. even if it's only 30 40 50% of the business if amazon were to completely change their algorithm or completely get rid of third party sellers or do something else that affects you you're not 100% dependent on them mm-hmm. But they are going to continue to grow in size, in scope, in scale, in the number of countries that they serve, mm-hmm. in the number of people that buy from them. Yep. Right? We just we just passed Prime Day, and they said, uh, it, like, in the first few hours, it was bigger than Prime Day 2017. Yeah, it's crazy. Right? Like, that happens every year, and that will continue to happen for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. The thing that's really interesting with e-commerce, even in the U.S. right now, and it seems like I buy almost everything on Amazon. Until mm-hmm. I think about groceries and I think mm-hmm. about some of those other things, right? E-commerce in general is still only a very small percentage of total retail sales of products, mm. right? So whether it's Amazon, whether it's our own store, whether it's uh, ClickFunnels Funnel, however we're selling them mm-hmm. online, yeah. we're going to continue to grow. But to continue to grow, we also need to be in multiple channels, mm-hmm. taking advantage of that growth in every place that we can, mm-hmm. We don't want to do all that at once, mm. obviously. So let's start with the highest return on investment and then work down the line, right? Let's take, let's use the Pareto principle, mm-hmm. right? Let's do use the rule of 80-20. With 20% of effort, what's going to give us 80% of results? Mm-hmm. All right, so we're 80% of the way there. Now, what's the next thing that we can do that's 20% of effort that's going to get us another 80% mm. of that, yeah, right? That's a good point, yeah. So let's start with Amazon, then let's build our site, then let's go do mm-hmm. whatever else it is that we're going to partner with Walmart, partner with Etsy, do whatever it is that we're going to do there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, for me, tends to make the most sense, even as Amazon continues to grow. And I would say especially as Amazon continues to grow because the bigger they get, the harder it's going to be mm-hmm. to be good partners <laughs> with them right. because they're getting smart. They understand mm-hmm. They understand what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's interesting because even when Amazon sells the product, right? and I, I look at some of the people in, in Andrew's community and I know some of the stuff that mm-hmm. they sell, and they might not sell on Amazon, but they sell the same exact products that are available for sale mm-hmm. on Amazon by other people. Yeah. Right? They can still make money. They can still compete, even mm. though Amazon is selling the same product direct. Mm. Well, we don't have that concern because we're private labeling, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. And so we can partner with them and do all of that stuff. And there's zero reason not to from, from where I sit. Yeah. I mean... You know, again, I mean, we talk about just you want to protect yourself. You want to, you know, you want a stable business, right? And when people are relying eighty to ninety percent on Amazon, it's scary, right? You're, you're, you're. And if you're not scared, it should be scary to you. Yeah, yeah. And if you haven't had any close calls as far as like you, you get an email that says your listing's suppressed because of this, or it's you know thirty days locked because of this, or you get hijackers or whatever it is, right? You're you're experiencing that fear now that you know things are running smooth but then they're not running smooth because there's stuff that's out of your control and there's nothing you're going to do about it and that's why you know as you're taking you know advantage of the traffic that's there today and you know the sales channel and all that stuff you should be acquiring your own customer right and that's the one thing that people always gripe about is like i don't i don't get my customer information right well there's ways that we can that we can do that and, and kind of get information, uh, you know, and then from there retarget those customers or even just put insert cards. And yeah, you might get a less of a percentage, but it's something, 
right? And you just have to be creative with that. Like we had someone in our inner circle. I'm not going to say exactly what they did just because I want to, you know, respect their privacy, but they did something really clever and, and they're getting a really good response, right? Now it took a little bit more time to put that piece together, but it's worth their time because they're getting such a good ROI on it, right? So why wouldn't you do that? Um, so you just have to think creatively. But my thing is, is we want to figure out how we can get, again, we go back to the pace model, the attention and the cultivation. And the reason why we want to do that is because even though we still might even push them to Amazon, I mean, we just had a sale. We did a Labor Day sale not that long ago. And we pushed three emails, a little three, three email profit push, we call it. And we basically sent out three emails. And we sent them directly to Amazon, right? We basically said, hey, We've got these items. They're 30% off. There's just two items we wanted to push. We're going to send them directly there. Why would we do that? Well, we already got their email address, so we don't need to do that, right? We already know that they're a potential customer, right? So why not push them there? We've already qualified them, right? But my point is this. We have those people now that we're constantly bringing into our into our ecosystem so we can start to allow them to go over there when we want to and then push on that platform, so then we can leverage that platform even more. My, my point is this, use the platform right now, it's a great opportunity, and yes, they, they just you know crossed a trillion dollars or whatever, it just proves that they're, they're massive. And whenever you think to yourself like, man, I don't think they could do anything else, then they start telling you they're gonna ship live Christmas trees, <laughs> right? I'm like, what else could they ship that I'm just like, really, like ice cream? Like, like well, they do that now. I know, now. that's yeah. what I'm saying. Time yeah. fresh. I'm like, really? Like, how the heck are they going to get me a, a half gallon of ice cream without the thing being melted? You know? But they're figuring out every They're going to go to Whole Foods, yeah. which they now own. Yeah. And they're going to take it out of the freezer, and they're going to fly it to you with a drone. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's but like, that's, that's that, I think, that I think is a really interesting thing, right? Because as, as they continue to grow, it's actually going to open up more and more opportunities Absolutely. inside of the platform as long as we're paying attention. Right. And, and grocery, I think, is a great example of that. We have somebody inside of TAS Break For You that is really interested in selling a food product. Yes. And, you know, traditionally, that's been very difficult to do on Amazon mm-hmm. because you would have to ship and fulfill the orders yourself and there's not really a ton of demand for it. The thing that's nice about having a partner that is a trillion dollar company, a trillion dollar plus company, is they have a massive marketing machine. So Mm. one of the reasons that Amazon bought Whole Foods was to expand out, obviously, the grocery side of it because they know the next big area for e-commerce is grocery. Yeah, And if you look at Kroger, you look at Safeway, you look at Ahold, um, those are all big grocery conglomerates. Mm. Um, they're all spending tons of time and effort. Walmart's doing the same thing right now to try to figure out how to make grocery shopping online a thing. Mm. Right? Well, we still don't really buy cars online. We don't buy... There's a lot of things that, that we haven't even tapped into mm. from a physical products standpoint that are going to slowly start opening up as Amazon and some of these other players like Walmart continue to get bigger and bigger. Mm. It's just going to happen. And so if you're paying attention, there's actually going to be even more opportunity, I think, coming up. Yeah. Very much like, you know, Amazon circa 2013, where Mm -hmm. you can just throw up anything and launch, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. As those things start to grow and start to expand out, you're going to see those same opportunities open up in brand new categories, brand new verticals Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. within the Amazon platform and within some of the other competing platforms on on the web. 
Yeah, no, I, I look at it as opportunity. I always do, right? I mean, you know, eBay, I, you know, you go back as far as like when eBay was doing all of, you know, their, they were doing eBooks. You could sell eBooks on there. Can't do it anymore. But it was a great opportunity while it lasted, you know, and then they switched over to where you got to have a physical item, you know, so you put them on CD now. And so there's always going to be new things that are going to be introduced. And if your brand lends itself to that, well, that's just opportunity. So I welcome it. Um, I also welcome that they're making big changes, and a lot of those big changes are there to really help and protect the real brands, right? It's, it's not it, they're making it harder for you to be able to just throw a product up, right? So that's good for us that are willing to do the work, and if we're willing to do the trademark, right? If you're you're willing to go through the trademark process, which is a you know sometimes a long process, depending. Um, then they're like, okay, we're going to give you credit for that, and we're going to help protect you. Um, so those are some things. Um, you know, uh, the uh, the uh, new program that they're allowing you to uh, the, the transparency program with the labels. Like, they're trying to make it where we can actually get on there, or legit brands can get on there and sell their product and have it protected. So they're doing things there too. So those opportunities are going to open up for us if we're a real brand. But if you're not a real brand and you're just trying to throw a product up, it's kind of like you're you're doing like the old school way or you're doing the old eBay way, right? It's kind of like you're buying something, flipping it, buying something, flipping it. And that's fine. That That's the model you want. You might want to go on eBay for that or Craigslist or something. But you get what I'm saying? They're, they're making the marketplace better, in my opinion, for, for brands that are willing to put in the work. Well, and that's if you think about it, their their ultimate uh, consumer, if you will, is not sellers; it's customers, right? Yeah. People who are on the site to buy things, not mm-hmm. people who are on the site to sell things. Right. And everything that Amazon is doing is to help consumers, mm-hmm. realistically. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, doing that helps their bottom line and help them become of a course. trillion dollar company. But you know, it, if they take care of their customers, it means that we're going to have to approach things differently potentially within the platform, and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. You know, Amazon wants to be the lowest price. I'm okay with selling it for a little bit less on Amazon than I would on my own website. Mm-hmm. Um, if just if it makes them happy because they have a ton of traffic, right. right? It saves me from having to pay ad cost or whatever else. So if I sell it for a dollar less on Amazon and I happen to pay them a couple dollars in fees, it actually tends to work out to be about the same as acquiring mm-hmm. the customer myself. Mm-hmm. So why would I not take the sale with very little effort, mm-hmm. right, to make the same amount of money? I'm okay with that. So I think as they continue to grow, we're going to have more opportunities, but we're also going to have more changes. Yeah. And if we can embrace the suck, (laughs) there you go. Uh, The things that are terrible. Yep. If we can embrace them, then we're going to be able to get through it. Mm -hmm. And I always look forward to changes. uh, And this is something you and I have talked about in the past because I've been in in the AdWords world since 2009, Mm. running ads online. And every time Google and the SEO world since then too, every, every time Google made a change, the sky was falling. Yeah. Right. But what actually ended up happening with the people who were doing things in a legitimate way was they took a bigger market share mm-hmm. and a bigger market share and mm-hmm. a bigger market share. Mm-hmm. And the same thing tends to happen on Amazon when Amazon makes a change. If you're doing things not just the like letter of the law correct way on Amazon, but right. with good intentions, right. you tend to do better when Amazon does things, mm-hmm. right? When they made their review change, right? Yeah, that was a big shakeup. The, the sky was falling, and you and I had a little heart attack yep. for about five minutes. And then we said, well, wh- what were we doing? Right. Why were we even using these these services that just gave away our stuff for a dollar? Mm-hmm. They're just a giant email list. Why don't we do the real business thing? And that we already knew. Right, that right. we've done in the past right. in every other business that we've ever worked in. Right. And build our own email list and start to use that. 
and actually make more money in the process. Yeah, and build an asset and all that stuff. Right. And so a lot of those changes have forced people to become more, quote unquote, real businesses. And I think that's the mindset that we need to approach this with as Amazon continues to grow past a trillion. Mm. If we are going to be a real business, a real brand, then Amazon is going to be able to, to be a long-term partner for us. Mm-hmm. If not, then we need to find something else. Right, right. Yeah, cool. All right. I just wanted to jump on here and uh, just kind of hash that out. I know it's big news, so um, I figured I would uh, jump on with you and get your take on it. And uh, I know people are asking themselves, you know, like, what does this mean? You know, is this good? Is this bad? And um, hopefully that cleared up at least our thoughts for you and maybe gave you a few things to think about. And also, really just I want to emphasize that, like, we're talking about building a brand. So regardless if you're using Amazon or not, like we're saying, like build a real brand in a market that is there that wants products and that needs products and you can add value to that marketplace. Like that's that's it in a nutshell. Right. And it's something we talk a lot about in depth in pace. And I would definitely recommend if you haven't done that, check out that resource. We did a whole series on that. Uh, There's five episodes. There's also, I think I did four um, whiteboard videos on that as well. So all of that is linked up at theamazingseller.com forward slash pace. And um, you can grab all that stuff. And I would follow through with that. I would look at your business currently where you are. Even if you're just starting, look at it there. It'll give you a good idea of where to start. But also, if you already have a business, it's going to show you the areas that you should be focusing on. And then you focus on that area. And you can always come back to any one of those pillars and continually you know, uh, make it better and, uh, and improve it. And then you'll just be building out that business and that brand. And I just think that Amazon is going to reward the brands. And if we can help build our own assets outside of that, we'll be able to also, you know, secure a little bit more of our business and our share in our own, in our own uh, channel. So Anyway, that's uh, that's what I wanted to do here. So, guys, the show notes of this episode can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 573. And, uh, again, the, um, the other thing I didn't mention, Chris, here on this one, which I, I mentioned on the last one, but I'm going to do it here again, Brand Accelerator Live. I wanted to just a uh, little shout-out to our first-ever conference. It's a conference, not a... Technically, it's not a, an event. It is an event, but it's not a small event. It's uh, going to be about 300 people. And we're going to be talking all about building your brand and not just on Amazon. We will be talking about that, of course, but we're going to be talking a lot about you know what goes into pace and really like how to build a, a real brand that'll be here today but also tomorrow. So definitely check that out. Brandacceleratorlive.com or theamazingseller.com forward slash live. You get all the details over there. So Chris, you ready? Ready to wrap this up? Let's do it. All right, guys, remember, as always, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to. Come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Chris is going to say it with me today in the hotel room. Are you ready, Chris? On the count of three. On the count of three. going to do it. One, two, three. Take Take action. action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode. So much easier when we're in the same room. It really is. (laughs) It's going to be your news entrance. (laughs) Oh, you want to hear it? Yeah. Breaking news. <laughs> Come on. I don't know why I went Walter Cronkite. That uh, <laughs> I got a little creepy. That's fine. I thought at first it was Morse code. <laughs> 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 do, 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 do.